If I have wounded any soul today, if I have caused one's foot to go astray, if I have walked in my own willful ways, dear Lord, forgive, forgive the sins I have confessed to Thee. Forgive my secret sins I do not see. Oh God, watch over me and my keeper be. If I have walked in my own willful ways, dear Lord, forgive, forgive the sins I have confessed. God, watch over me and my keeper be, dear Lord, Praise the Lord. Good morning. Amen. Praise God. We thank the Lord that you could join us this morning. And we trust God we'll have a wonderful time in His presence. And I believe you've already been blessed by the worship. Have you? And um, we had a wonderful service uh, this early morning, the first one. 
Pastor Charlie preached a very powerful message called Why You Must Never Walk Alone. And uh, I'm not going to say much on it, but it's very, very powerful. So I would encourage you all to, we're now recording the services in the mornings and we'll also do the uh, late one. The one now is live on Facebook, but the early one and the later one will be recording it so that you can either get it, we haven't decided yet how, but there is a way to get it. And um, because the messages are too awesome, I come very early and I enjoy preaching so I can sit all day and listen to many preachers. And we are so thankful that God has blessed us with very good um, ministers here in this church. And uh, I'll encourage you to get all of that preaching, the three golden keys that will help you to never walk alone. And I guess he probably titled the message like that because of Liverpool's uh, great victory uh, uh, over the, um, in the football. And uh, so it's a great blessing. There are many life stories you can learn in sports also. Amen. So we are thankful that we can have this time together. I'm going to be sharing and preaching a very important topic to you. And I believe it will help you if you listen. But I am encouraging you, those keys of Pastor Charlie this morning was awesome. Please try your best to get hold of them as well. We are greeting all our Facebook listeners also, those from South Africa and from other parts of the world. You are all welcome. Facebook has helped us now to also be streaming to other parts of the globe. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I want to um, title my message. I always have three or four titles for the same message, depending on who's listening. Amen. Um, I think we can call it... Um, Godly success, maybe it's a good way, or God's, I thought of biblical, biblical success, or godly success, or, we'll see, we might change it as I'm going along, amen, hallelujah, I'm going to talk about hindrances that, that prevent your success, but we first need to understand the subject, or the, and the definition of what is success, because you can have a wrong understanding of success. Are you with me? And over the years, many people have had a misconstrued understanding. And they even fought the fact that you must be successful and that you must be prosperous. I think it's a misunderstanding of who God really is. If God is a father, then all fathers generally would like their children to be successful. Isn't that so? And uh, so our key text is found in Joshua. Um, chapter 1 verse 8. Chapter 1 verse 8. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. I'm preaching on God's definition of success. Amen. Hallelujah. Or biblical definition of success. If you like. The book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. 
Hallelujah. The book of the law for us is the Bible. Amen. It shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Everybody say prosperous. And then thou shalt have good success. Everybody say success. So two words are given to us there, prosperous and success. Put it in the NLT and then we see what it says. Are you all alive and ready to listen? Yes. Study the book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper. Say prosper. And succeed in all you do. Hallelujah. Let us not be confused about this. God wants you to prosper. And God wants you to succeed. The devil wants you to fail. Or did we enjoy having a failure, failure report? Nobody wants a failure report, isn't it? No, no, no. Nobody wants a poverty report. Yeah, we want a good report. They said there's some problems coming for our country. The economy is going to shrink by 7%. So that's not a good report. We want to hear good news. The Bible is good news. The Bible is the gospel. The gospel is, is, it means good news. May you receive good news in your lifetime. May you receive good news always. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And... Um, I have a little saying here that says, happiness is now. Happiness is a now place. Hallelujah. Because yesterday is in the tomb. Tomorrow is in the womb. <laughs> but your life is today. Glory to God. Is it powerful? I'm also making rhymes. I'm a poet and I never even knew it. Yesterday is, there's a song that I, we sometimes sing. Yesterday is gone, Lord Jesus. And tomorrow may never be mine. So teach me today. Show me the way. One day at a time. So our lives are progressing one day at a time. Hallelujah. We cast vision. We look to the future in a certain sense. But we don't know if we will make it there, will you? As much as I'm planning this building, I already have in, in, in place what happens if I die tomorrow. What must be, I've already given instruction how it should continue and what must be done. Because nobody is guaranteed tomorrow. You only have today. And when you reach your tomorrow, you rename that tomorrow today. Hey, no, it's a kafalak. Jesus. Psalm 118.24 This is the day which the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Have you quoted the psalm before? This is the day that the Lord has made. Ladies and gentlemen, your words are very important to frame your mind. If you get up in the morning, you, start, you need to prophesy over your day. Are you listening? 
one of the uh, the the thoughts of my mind as your pastor as your shepherd is i really want you to succeed in life i want to be proud of you amen like a norm a good world father wants to be proud of his children my desire is that everything i'm teaching here is really not to make me look good in front of you and to and for you to come and say to me after the service wow pastor you are a good preacher no i really want that the things we are teaching you will help you to succeed in life and to prosper that's the aim of the teaching are you listening is why we gather you to teach you to to share the word of god for you because we know in the word of god is the wisdom of god for successful living glory to god hallelujah if only you can receive it and apply it then you it shall work for you amen and i believe it is going to work for many of you because we often think about it um we seeing the fruits of our labor come through small small with the younger children who finish matric go to university start to get nice jobs and so on we seeing it but by and large as a pastor you you seldom see it pastor charlie and it can make you despondent anybody understand what i'm saying say so it's a fully lekene van die kinders wat sy so baie leer hulle hulle passie toe wat sy leer nie en as gevolg kry hulle ook nie die 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 benefits daarvan nie verstaan i was saying isaiah that all the, the teachings the givings is to help you to be successful but there's a despondency that can come over a man of god when the children are not applying the works and the teachings and 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 you see but ook kom hier dan nie reg hier hy het gesê hy sê dis gonna come right but it's taking long so if i must ask you to put up your hands i'm sure you will all if i say who wants to be successful everybody says if i say who wants to be a failure i'm sure nobody's going to put up your hand i don't even want to do it because i'm very very sure if it's any other way then you must be from another planet amen but earthly people want to be successful or let me ask you do you want to be successful now let me define success that we don't misunderstand it all right all right hallelujah but you know that god wants you to be successful Now don't think of a millionaire when you think about success. That's a mistake. Don't think of a BMW when you think of success. Mistake. Or Mercedes Benz or a yacht. You know what's a yacht, right? <laughs> rich people have yachts. Real rich people have yachts. And dan lasi bang vir water nie. Amen. Sy wat ek kan swem nie, sy dink natuurlik jy aan 'n yacht nie. Sy dink sy kan man net in a quantum 16 seater. But you see you can have all the nice cars and the yachts which we call possessions. 
but you can still be unsuccessful. You remember that rich man who came to Jesus and he said, he said, a, a young rich man. So Jesus said, sell all these things, man. Then you come after me, you see. And he was sad because he thought his success lies in his wealth of possessions. Jesus said often in the Bible, he said, a man's life consists not in the abundance of things which he possesses. We got that clear at least. We, we're going to a definition of godly success. Maybe we must call it godly success, Pastor Dennis. We haven't seen Pastor Dennis in a while, but we're happy that he's here. Have you welcomed him? Yes, clap for him. He's also a Liverpool uh, supporter. If I remember correctly. This morning service was full of Man United supporters. They came early because they don't want to be seen. Bevan has to stay here because he has a work to do. But I give you all the full right and permission to go to him and use the Khoisan word which we use and Gwaraim. Gwaraim extremely hard because for many years we have suffered under the Gwara of the Manchester United fans. Back to the message. Let's not get distracted. Amen. So, it's not possessions that make you successful. Are you around? Because many people have nice things. Have you seen some rich people who commit suicide? Some young rich children commit suicide because the riches couldn't make them happy. Hey. Some people then think you must have power. You must have position, prestige and popularity. And you can see that's the problem with many of our, our, our low-minded or weak-minded people when they get into supervisory positions at work. Have you noticed? Say, yeah, no, how the brain man I'm from? Steak, yo! But I think he's now successful. The boss must iemand kiezen to kiezen him for him, but he's the longest there, but he's so noosle. Don't know how to work with people, he don't know how to. He himself is not successful at home. You go home, you see, I nothing many good say. My wife can be sure of their successes of me. Are you with me? So it's not position, prestige, and popularity. I know very popular people, and God help me to say the right words here because I'm, I'm being screamed. But when you, when you, after they've left the platform and they're so popular, you go to where they live, you say, Hey! So popularity doesn't mean success. Some of the world's greatest worship leaders, if you listen to their stories, don't just listen to music. Try always to find the stories behind people's lives. And then you will see some of the great worship leaders and You'll know them. If, they, if you hear the stories, you'll be, you'll, you'll be sad. You'll be very sad. Like, um, Elvin Slaughter is the one. I think Ron Connolly also. Some of these great, great worship leaders. They were more popular than, no, than the others. But they have had much difficulty and struggles in their lives. Are you still with me? It's a good message this morning and you will be blessed if you can 
Remember what I say to you. So we've discovered that possessions does not make you successful. Neither does popularity or being in charge. You understand uh, what we call um, position and power. Because you can enjoy all these things. But they're not the foundation stones of success. Other people say success is achieving goals you set for yourself. In other words, I wanted to build this house and I've built it. I'm successful. That's what some people say. The question we must really ask ourselves, and here comes the definition, okay? Does the attainment of the goals that you've set produce genuine satisfaction in your heart? In your inner world? Because external success, Pastor Moses, does not mean internal happiness. You can agree with me, isn't it? It can look successful, but the real story is a different story. Somebody said Alexander the Great, he was a young Greek warrior in the age of 30. He conquered the whole world, that time the civilized world. The whole world! Not one country was left in the civilized world of his day that he didn't conquer. He took over, like Greek. Greek the Greeks con controlled the world. So like you were a next door country, Germany, we took you over. We are now in charge. That's why Greek uh, literature is all over and Greek philosophy and Greek museums is all over. Even a lot of our buildings is the universities that have these pillars and the, the triangle on top is all influenced by Greek mythology. <clears throat> Say Amen, I like it to the Islam. <clears throat> but Alexander the Great, after conquering all these countries, they, the, the story goes that he started to cry because he said, they asked him, why are you sad? He says, there's no more countries to conquer. <laughs> 30 years old. Because there's no more countries. So he's, he's successful or he's, his happiness was in conquering countries. And when it was all done, there, there was no more happiness for Alexander the Great. Now what is real success, Pastor Chris? Thank you for asking me the question. So if success is not measured in possessions, not measured in popularity and performance, then how do we define it? And this is how we define it. Success for the child of God, success for the believer, is knowing and attaining God's goals for your life. Knowing Knowing it and attaining it. Not your goals. No, no, no. God's goals for your life. Are you listening to me, young daughter? Success, biblical success or godly success. is, a, And I think this is so important because a lot of the teachings that I think you need, because a father knows, a doctor knows what the patient needs, father knows what his children need, the type of milk that you need to drink, 
I need to teach you a lot of stuff that will help you to progress. Are you with me? In other words, to make you successful. But before I can even get there, and I have a lot of teachings that will help you. Before I get there, I need, we need to define it. What, what are we, where are we going? What are we looking for? Are we looking for yachts and motorbikes? No, 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 no. God's goal for you. God's design for you. And how you can attain that. Because God knows better than you. Asati. Do you know that the Lord knows more than you know? God's will for your life is, is, is great. Hallelujah. And we saw it in Joshua 1 verse 8. is to make you successful and prosperous. Let no man convince you otherwise than what God is saying to you. God wants to see you happy by attaining His goals. Not your goals, His goals. You know the song that you sing, I want God's way to be my way? Huh? So it's very important. Are you with me? Do you want God's way to be your way? I ask you the question, do you want God's way or do you want your way to be your way? Frank Sinatra said, I did it. I did it. So Tommy Sidon changed the words and he said, I did it God's way. That's actually the, the key. That's my message for you this morning. Do it God's way. Not your way. Amen. I want God's way to be my way as I journey here below. Maybe you don't know it. That's why you couldn't amen me. But it's an old Pentecostal chorus. I want God's way to be my way as I journey here below. For there is no other highway that the child of God should know. Though the road be steep and wide or, or rough. Though the road be steep and rough where he leads me. That's enough. I want God's way to be my way every day. If I had my guitar here, I would have played it. But I actually told them to put the... Rob, Pastor Robin is not listening to me. There's supposed to be a guitar here. We'll have it next week. Amen. So anytime I can, just take it and play it for you. Because if I ask him now, he will just say he doesn't know it. Is that right? Yes. He's been successful in saying he doesn't know the things I've asked him. Wow. Clap for Frankie. He's doing a good job, isn't he? Ah, I said clap for Frankie. He's doing a good job. Okay, so stay with, stay. As you're not wakker, verstaan you what you're willing to do? Or you're happy as you're as you are? Or you're not happy as you are? Or you're not happy as you are? Can I just go up? Can I just go up? No. As you're happy as you are? As you're enough? As you're enough? As you're 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 as then you don't need this teaching. But if you want to progress, listen to me. I have a fair degree of success. But I also you'll also understand that later. I have a fair degree of success. Me. In a certain sense. That's why I want... I, I don't want to... Jesus said... I go to prepare a place for you so that you can have what I have. Hmm. That's the heart of Jesus. And that must be the heart of a good pastor. That not only he wants to have nice things, not only he wants to get blessed, not only he wants money, a nice car, a nice house, he wants his people must also have it. 
Wanneer nooit je dan van mij voor een kopje thee naar jou huis toe? Want zij is te schaam, zij weet niet waar ik moet zitten. Jullie kan kwaad raak van mij, maar ik wil ik die waarheid voor jullie zeggen. Zie, when you're going to take me for a meal, the restaurants are open now. Because it's a lack of success, man. Ze kan me voor het drive-thru vat bij Nendo's. Ik hou van Nendo's, Huna. Maar ze kan niet, want het is nooit niks. Daarom moet ik jou die goed leren. Ze bid al rijdt, want ze komt drie uur samen met bid. Ze zingt halleluja, ze kocht een reel keer toe. So you don't neglect the gathering of the saints. That you did well. Number two, you pray, you pray because you do, you do. You take your Bible, pray for day. But I'm teaching you now the principles in the laws of God. To make your life a happy life in the sense of having joy. The joy of the Lord is different to earthly happiness. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice despite the other challenges of life which they will be. I prophetically declaring today I will rejoice and be glad in it. Before the sun sets I will have attained certain goals. <clears throat> and it's not to sit in front of the television from the morning to the evening. You can sit such a goal and say there will be one day that I will just sit and spend and at the end of the day you can tick off you've made it. You've watched 20 movies for one day. Wow. You, then you were highly successful in that achievement of that goal. And maybe one of the reasons, Pastor Charlie, is that people don't have the proper goals in life. They had not a dream of vision. So they will for them to come, but they will not want to begin. But never fear. That's why Pastor Chris is here. Hallelujah. All right, let me rush. Let me rush because ah, some people, you know, they will not. The real success. What is real success? It is knowing and attaining God's goals for your life. Come and make it easier. It's becoming what God wants you to become. That's why I tell you I feel a kind of success because I probably wanted to just be a school teacher and I reached it. And I didn't find success in that. Then I thought I want to be a principal and I was going there quickly. And I still told the Department of Education, I don't want to be an old principal. I want to be a principal before I'm 30. Yeah, they came to see me, the, the people, and said, well, you, you can do it. It's possible. You're very highly motivated. What was they say they were? What's the English word? I'm also always pushing for more. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe. I'll take out this. Maar my zoon, no, let me go to school right because I can see the people who are here in the church. They are flopping, man. They are like they are like layers and so. But anyway, then I realized that was my own personal goals. It wasn't God's design for me. God's design was for me to stand where I'm standing now. And having masked people look at me on a Sunday morning. Hallelujah! Teaching you. Praise God. This morning, I, when Pastor Charlie was teaching, them, my, something came to me and I thought he would have been a very good school teacher. The only problem is that, that they don't sit like this in school while you're teaching. Hey, you're... 
So ek weet jy wat hy so kon gehandel het, die discipline met die teaching, hier sit hulle tenminste stil. En die hengel van die dood kom so maar hier voorbij. Maar sê, hy is van die Heere. You understanding success a little bit now. Becoming what God wants you to become. Number two, doing what God wants you to do. And number three, possessing what God wants you to own. So you can't say, I have this, I have that, I have this, I have this. Did God, does God want you to have all that stuff? At that time of your life? And sometimes you don't get what you want. But maybe it's not what God wants you to have at that time. Are you listening? And then, you see, your unhappiness is oftentimes things that you don't have. But when you start to realize what God wants you to have, then you, then you can say with Psalm 118, this is the day the Lord has made, and I will rejoice in today. I don't have the car, I don't have the girlfriend, I don't have this, 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 but I'm on God's plan, on God's agenda, and I'm walking with God every day of my life. And he's taking me where he wants me to be. Hallelujah. I'm in the perfect will of God. That is true success. I'm preaching a good teaching to you this morning. And so a successful life is one that is happy. So I'm saying to you, possessions don't necessarily make you happy. Are you with me? I'm saying to you, prestige and power and being in charge doesn't necessarily make you happy. No, 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 no. You can be happy if you understand the will of God, the design of God for you, what God wants you to have, where God wants you to be at this time of your life. Are you already preaching and teaching? Maybe you should have been preaching and teaching already. That was God's design for you. And you only thought of money. Mistake. Maybe it's a time where God wants to prosper you with money. There will be a certain time, but it's not the right time. And I'll give you a good example in a minute. Are you still with me? And when you achieve the goals God has set for your life, then you become successful. Glory to God. With the building coming up, you will see this message become more real to you. You'll see it. It's the story of my life. This is the story of my life. But for but for but for but. Glory to God. Mm. Pastor Robin uh, understood this better than I. And I'm going to give you something that make you... You want to... Uh, this, 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 this second service is the thinking service. Amen. You are the thinking people. You are specifically chosen to be in the second service. Not anybody can sit in the second service. Somebody once said, success is not merely getting what you want, but wanting what you got after you get it. Success is not merely getting what you want, but wanting what you got after you get it. Okay, I'm seeing you a little confused. Say, I will die girl who had it, but he said, me die blow. Because it's green oor. En een baie mooi neus. Nee, jy het ons allemaal gesien. En my neus is nou nie so mooi nie. Toe meen ek, as ek nou met haar mix, hy gaat my kinders aan my bekie sterker uitkom. Ui! 
So what is success? It is after I got what I wanted. Do I still want what I got? Of begin ek nou sê, Nay man, here I come. Anna girl, here. As he met me. In other words, I got her. Do I still want her? If I still want her, then the getting her was a successful getting. But if I got her and I decide, near man, I believe you Then I didn't get what I really should have got. Hermanos, deep man, mas wana lang hallelujah. Because many people they get what they wanted. But once they got it, they decide, nee man, this is eindelijk wat ek wil geheer het. Is het waar? Is het waar? And you know, I say all that in the context of when I also teach, nobody's perfect, your husband will be like this, your wife will be like this. You must understand everything in its context. Don't get confused when I'm speaking. But it's the best that I can have. And yes, do I want her? Do I want her again? I want her every. I want her all over again. If I had it, if I had to choose over again, I would have chosen her a bit earlier. Hallelujah. Moses, did you understand that saying? Success is getting what you want to get, and after you got it, you still want it. Maybe that's a bit better put, isn't it? Like when I bought, when Pastor Charlie helped me to buy this car, when Cyril, Pastor Cyril also helped me. I, I really, every time I drive my car, it's an old car, very old my car. It looks nice because I look after things. I'm like, I look after my stuff. My stuff is always nice. I appreciate the little things that God bless me with. But when I drive it, I, I'm so happy. I don't want to change it. Really. It's not like now I got it. Ah, it's not really what I thought it was. You see what I'm getting at? Simple example. But it's there. So, he got what he wanted, but he did not want what he got. Mercy. So, some people who want to be successful, Pastor Nilton, they become so greedy and grasping that they never satisfy with any accomplishment. Do you see? The reason why I come here in the day, I don't have to, but walking here gives me a sense of satisfaction. That I wanted what I got. You see, I still want it. I still want to complete it. I still want to go for it. Because I think it's God's goal for me. It's not like, yes, can I see, can I see. Ah, it's, it's here. Amen. So real success then doesn't become a destination. We want to go there. No, it doesn't. Real success becomes your journey. Becomes your journey. You are walking with God so you can be successful today and tomorrow you can also be successful and the next day and the next day. Sometimes you get things that you should only get now. You get it before the time. Ah! Then it will destroy you. You get it? It doesn't mean you're successful. You got it prematurely. And it killed you. So sometimes anointings mustn't be too strong when you are young. Because it can destroy you. Ministries mustn't be too big when you're only starting. It can destroy you. Success in God's definition. It's obtaining the goals that God has for you. 
Is somebody learning something this morning? In other words, real success is a destination, it's a journey, it's a movement. Success is a movement. Hallelujah. And we're not afraid to talk about success and prosperity because we discovered in Joshua 1 verse 8, it's God's desire for all of us to be successful and to be prosperous. Glory to God. Do not be satisfied with unsuccessfulness or being unsuccessful or being a failure. May the word failure never be associated with you. One day Bishop Derek Ewood Mills told me in front of many people, it's recorded live on television, he said, Pastor Chris Ross, poverty will never be associated with you ever. I received it. So if you're looking for poverty, never come to me because you won't find it around me. I'm not poor. And I'm not even poor in spirit. I'm not poor in finances. I'm not poor in anything else. I'm not poor in my understanding. I'm not poor in, 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 in knowledge. I'm not poor in, in wisdom. No, no. I'm not poor in sons and daughters. I'm not poor. Poverty will never be associated with you ever. Because I sowed the seed, you see. And because of the seed, he released a blessing on me. I sow the big seed. May you also receive blessings. Glory to God. I'm, I'm excited within me. The Holy Spirit can give you an excitement for the things of God. If you're not excited and your life is dull, dreary and dry, something is wrong with you. If there's no joy, something is wrong. Are you listening? God's definition, this is the day, the Lord, I will read. I will be sad and moan in it. I will be unhappy that they mistreated me. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. I chose the wrong husband. You wanted what you got. And when you got it, you don't want it anymore. Success is the joy created by progress. You see? You might not be where you want to be yet, but you're not where you used to be. That's a sign of you are moving forward. And I think that's why I became a school teacher, I, 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 and that's why I am like I am. I'm never satisfied. I'm grateful, but I always say, okay, now we've got this. It's not the end. Now we move to the next now we move to the next point and we go to the next level. And I'm sure after we've built this beautiful church, we're not going to stay there. Pastor Sergio is already talking about possible property that we'll get in Uppington. So I said to him, no problem. We plan to build something when we, when we, when we get the land. We put up a steel structure, however big your land can be. Ay! Are you listening? So I hope you're not, I hope this is not too deep and you're catching me. It's a progress. It's a movement. You understand what success is. But I make it even more clear to you. Say thank you, Pastor. Say you are a nice pastor. I know that, but thank you for saying that to me also. So Samir, success is not a city where you will arrive tomorrow. It is a journey that you are on. Are you listening to me? I was successful when I passed my matric. And then my next level was to go to university. But I didn't. I went to work. 
Because I had wrong voices that didn't explain to me the importance of tertiary education. And once I found myself in a, in a dark space, I realized, hey, I took a wrong turn. And I reversed my steps and I went back to study a little more so I could enter university to have a tertiary and a brighter future in a certain sense. Glory to God. And I discovered it was God's will for me to study a little more so that knowledge is power and God's people, they suffer because of the absence of knowledge. Hey, Hosea, wacht, 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 laat ek vir julle dit gee. Is somebody understanding? If I'm too deep, then I must go preach uh, somewhere else in Crawford, in Crawford, in Crawford. I hear the Lord saying, go to Crawford. Mm. It's not a city where you will arrive tomorrow. It is the enjoyment of today, of now. Are you with me? Are you happy now? Are you happy now? Are you happy today? Hallelujah. And every person is somewhere on God's schedule for you. Your schedule is not my schedule. You can't have what I have now. You only 20, you only 19. Are you with me? There are certain goals that you must obtain at your level, at your age. Maybe it doesn't, doesn't have to do with age. Maybe it has to do with levels. You only found the Lord now. Now you also want to teach people sitting with masks and listening to you. But you're not there yet. That's not yet your level of success. But by now, some of you ought to have been teachers. But you are still babies drinking milk. You see, so there's a failure Paul is addressing. There's progress, there's movement, and there's levels where you must have certain successes. If I look at Bishop Dag now, Pastor Charlie, I will be disappointed, and sometimes I do feel like that. Because I'm not where he is now. I have to go back and trace where he was when he was starting to build his building. You get it? So that that level of success is a type of a picture for me of what I have to do. I don't know if you're understanding me. Crawford, I must go to Crawford. So you must stay on God's schedule for success for your life. Are you listening to me? And I see many of you are on that right journey. I do see it. Yes, I really do. I see you moving towards greatness. And I'm also aware that the devil will try to intercept that all the time. That's why I'm like a father brooding over you like a hen over a chick, checking with you all the time. Are you still there? Are you still on the right track? Is he brood by the here? Tini dinar nog? Is die eisterhammer van God nog daar? Yes, what does it all mean then? You must stay on God's schedule for success. It's different things to different people. Depending where you are on your maturity level. If your baby is crying, who has a baby here? Ah? Uh? Joel, for example. No, Joel, baby, even the baby before, after, Joel, what's her name? Grace. She's our newest baby. Is her newest or is there one newer than her? Let's say she's our newest one. 
Brother Scooby, sorry for that nickname, but it's how I remember you. If I give Grace the keys of a new BMW, will she be happy? She's crying. She's crying. Then I give her the keys of a new BMW. Then she throws it down. She doesn't want it. Is it right for us to say, what's wrong with this child? She doesn't, this thing will make many people happy. But it doesn't make her happy at that age. What will make her happy is not the keys to a new BMW. It's a, a milk bottle. And when she sees the bottle, she says, success! But when she's 21, and I give her the milk bottle, she will say, Naima. Because she's from Elsie's, half Elsie's, half Chestnut. So she will use this expression, Naima. Then the keys to the BMW will be success to her. But at the stage that she is now, a milk bottle is success to her. Is anybody understanding my teaching? So it's a schedule. You're on God's schedule. You're on God's journey. And you must find success according to God's definition of success for you. Are you listening? Hallelujah. It's achieving the goals God presently has for you. And some Christians have stopped serving God at letter C. If, if, if your journey is an alphabet from A to Z, some stopped at letter C because they wanted something at T or, F, uh, or S. But it's not God's time for you for that thing now. You get it? Hallelujah. Some people can go too far ahead of God's schedule. But it's different things to different people all the time. Somebody won a, 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 in the lotto a million rand. But it was overseas. And two people were watching the TV. And said, Yay! If I must win that million rand or dollar, I'll be the happiest man ever. But when he listened to it, it was a news story because they thought, why are they putting it on the news? Because many people win that type of money in their lotto prizes. But the next line of the story was, the same one who won the $1,000, he's, he's in prison. And he's going to be executed in two weeks' time. So what would have made you happy doesn't make him happy. What, what can they do in Merigia? They say with coronavirus now, some millionaires in France were throwing money in Italy. They were throwing money on the, on, the, on the ground. They were driving with their car, just letting their money fly out by the window. Because they realized with, with everything closed, they can't go anywhere. They can't do anything. Their money that they have gathered, their possessions, has no meaning for them now. The definition of success is not working. It is where God wants you on his journey. Are you with me? Achieving the goals God has for you. God has a successful plan. 
Now the plan of God is not just for you to be spiritually strong. You must develop in the whole person. Are you with me? Spiritually and here's the departments of your life. You must be spiritually strong and spiritually successful. You must be physically, physically. It's no good you, you are. I watched the singer who sang such a nice. I was learning to play the song. Somewhere over the rainbow. See then E minor. Da di di da. You see, so there was this fat guy. He's, he lives somewhere on an island. You know, there's the tropical islands. I call the thing you call it is or something. Jamie showed me is. So he plays somewhere over the rainbow. So when I read a little further, they had a whole festival and they had a big sign they call rest in peace. So I realized the guy died. And I know why he died. He was too fat. You know those fat people they can't wear normal clothes and they sit like. But he had a nice voice. He had a powerful voice and he could he play this little. Ukulele, ukulele, it's, it's like a guitar, but it's only four strings. You love it too? He played. And I thought to myself, it's a pity. He got this side right, but the other side he didn't have right. So he, 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 he crashed his whole life. Bluebirds fly. Can you remember? Yeah. So you must be successful in your whole life, spiritually, physically, emotionally. I can not know if you can crap down, or you can not know if you can not lose. Are you emotionally healthy? Are you emotionally successful? Are you always sad? Are you always angry? You know the story of Bishop Dago, the man with the stick, always angry? When your wife went to make tea for the visitor, Bishop Dago went to visit this old man, and the wife went out to make tea, and then he stood up with a cane and he pointed behind her, said to Bishop Dago, that one, always angry, always angry. It's nothing wrong to be angry. The Bible says you can be angry, but then you must come right quickly. So, emotions is important. How are you emotionally? Sometimes we're sad. Of course, when somebody dies, we must be sad, isn't it? Because we love that person. But you can't be always sad. Huh? Feelings of depression and moodiness. No, 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 no. Something's wrong. It's not God's plan for you, brother. Sister, it's not God's, God, it's not God's definition of success. You have the money, but you're not emotionally stable. Financially, now you have a good uh, spiritual, you pray, you, you're happy, you sing, but they play Aram, they play taxi face. Is that success? You must be well-rounded. You must be wholly balanced. In many levels. Amen. Socially. Can you mix with people? Will you just come and go? You can't even stay after church to interact. Even before Corona was here, you already you were on level five. 
Just come and go. So it's not serious. You've got no social interaction. You can't talk to people. You can't be friendly to anybody. You can't even talk to a stranger. They own it for me. It's not success. You're not successful. You're successful in some areas, but in another area, you're lacking. I'm introducing the sermon. It looks like I'm going to carry on a few Sundays. Unless you don't want to be successful, give your seat to somebody else who would like to come and hear about success. Because I see you phoning me and saying, Pastor, can I pick you up for some nice meal at McDonald's? Now, McDonald's is the cheap. They say amen, but they have never done Because maybe you are afraid you can't mix with me socially. You see? It's not that you don't have the money. But, how praat ek met pastor? Ek weet nie hoe my te gedra nie. Want ek is nie, ek is nie successful in die area van interaction. Ek prik die waarheid, man. Ek prik die waarheid, ja. Sy is skaam by vir jou huis of goed, maar as jy, as jy gezond is binnen, dan is jy nie skamie, want daar is waar jy is nou op Godse plan, vir waar jy is nou, jy is op pad na bittere plek toe, maar nie skamie so waar jy nou is in, you won't stay like that, not if you do the things I'm teaching you, you won't stay where you are, you are going somewhere, dit was my getuienis gehoor, van hoe swaad ek groot geraan, dit is voorbij, die was die tijd, en dit is goed vir my, Hy peanut bottom brood was gezond. Halleluja. But now I can choose if I want it or not. Are you with me? I can choose. Glory to God. That's why if you give your children everything they want, you are not developing them on God's plan for their life of success. Success is not giving a small child a cell phone to swipe, 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 and then throw in the water. You stupid you. Because that's not his level of success. Cell phones is not for them. Not now. But they need to pop. Amie kan luister nie vir julle nie. Hulle luister nie vir julle nie. Hulle het niks kracht oor hulle nie. But you're getting there. You're getting there. I see you getting there in the name of Jesus. I see your life changing. Your family life. How's your family life? Are you successful? What is success, Pastor Chris? What did you define? Let's say we call this message defining godly success. Is that better? Defining godly success. Success is the achievement of the goals God has for you. I have achieved it. I have achieved it. So pity my time is up. I actually came to preach you what will hinder you, what will be obstacles on your way to success. If God spares us, I'll share that with you next week, isn't it? There are a few obstacles. I'm going to share seven with you. That will prevent you from progress. Some things are preventing you from progress. I know what it is and I, I want to give it to you. But if I start now, time will not allow me. So I'm just defining for you that your success is God's ordained plan for your life. It's different on different levels. But you need to check yourself. Should I not have been at M? Why am I still at D? D stands for Dwasdir. But God wanted me to make a progress. I'm not progressing. 
I don't, I'm in church for so many years. I don't know the scriptures. I don't read my Bible every day. I don't pray every day. By now I should have been there. By now God wanted me to have that relationship with him. If I'm a baby, surely I can't eat strong meat. I must drink milk. But now, by now I should have been eating meat. So I'm not on the level of God's expectation for my life. I'm going to have to do something about it. Hallelujah. 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 There are many obstacles to success. And we are going to attack them. Because I love people. I didn't understand. Today as I grow older, I understand things better. I look back on my life and I reminisce. Reminisce means to think back. And I see things I did. Hey. You can actually see God has given you gifts when you were a child. But you didn't realize it. But when you think, think back of your life, the things you started to do. How I used to organize things as a young boy. <laughs> Where I came, I became a leader. It always so I so now I know God has put in me leadership. I didn't understand it, and nobody was there to guide me and to tell me. Nobody. Some of the things are so crazy, I don't even want to mention it. I was thinking of it the other day. You need to sit, it's called uh, meditation. You must pray, but with prayer must be meditation. Sit up with your stool in your eyes and think about what you live. Think back. Then you can see what God for you has done, what God with you will have done, and what he was ungehoorsome. Then you can also sing, as Frank Sinatra, regrets. I had a few. We all have regrets. He said it's too few to mention, but I think it is a few that we need to mention. Hey, God has talked to me, and I had a wrong choice. God has talked to me, but God has given me a chance. Hallelujah. So you see, yesterday is in the womb. But today, you can make a choice today. What about today? Am I going to continue on the same way? Or I'm going to start to make the change this morning. And to leave you with something constructive, start to get up in the morning and prophesy over your life by saying it is the day God has made. You will be successful in this day. Confess that good news is coming to you this day. Yeah. Use your words and create things for your own life. I'm going to follow the instructions of the word of God as I received it from my pastor. And I will start to see increase in my life physically, socially, financially, spiritually, emotionally. This broken person will become a whole person. Because God wants you to be successful. It's not in money. It's not in being in charge. It's no, no. It's what does God want for you? If God wanted me in charge, He always wanted me in charge. I can now see it because when I just reminisce, I can see God wanted me to be a leader. And sometimes I always felt I must be a servant. And I eventually realized even the things that happened in the past, God had to take me out so that He could bring me into leadership. Do you get it? Sometimes something has to die for you to arise. Yeah. 
I won't go there now, I'm closing, but one of the obstacles to your growth is unwise connections in your life. Unwise associations. And sometimes you will never move forward until somebody has to disappear from your life. Hey. Yeah. You will never go. It was the year when King Hosea died. Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up. It was after Moses died that the Lord spoke to Joshua and said, Moses, my servant is dead. Now arise. Go over to Jordan and take this people. Only be strong and courageous. The same God that was with Moses will be with you. And then meditate on the word day and night. Then I will make you prosperous, Joshua. And I will give you good success. So all the things I will be, I'm going to explain to you by God's grace, comes from the word of God. Are you listening? Let me give you one at least, then you can go home in peace. Besides unwise associations, the first one is that you must, what will hinder you from becoming successful? The first and most important one, and probably, is an unteachable spirit. And I'm sure you're not that type of people, otherwise you wouldn't be coming here this morning. It's an unteachable spirit. It is the obstacle that prevents your success. Hallelujah. What is an unteachable spirit? It is an unwillingness to change. People don't want to change. It's a problem. You don't implement new vital information. Like the one I, I saw on TV, the one lady was interviewed. They said, Wash your hands. We always wash our hands. What does the never done know for wash your hands? Wash your hands. For us, save the camera from. But if you can't be taught, you see, and that's why you see even lawyers and doctors, they've got what they call associations and they continue going for classes because there's new laws and new legislations. Somebody who did computers 20 years ago, he can't just use that knowledge that he has now. He needs to go for new, there's new things now, it's G5 and Goethe's. Yeah, new language. Praat van Windows 3.1. It's a mal. Die mensen zal bij 10 of waar zullen nou? Alles voorbij. Ja, het is nog hier met DOS. Wat is DOS? We laugh about it, but I'm trying to tell you that if you have an unteachable spirit, you see... I never understood certain doctrines. We were never taught about loyalty. Having a father in the ministry and sons. and So a lot of people 
Als ik het zo ontvang. Hallo, blijda. Dat is niks progress niet. Verstaan niet. Hoe kom? Een unteachable spirit. Kijk wat het hier voor me geblesst is. So. Because I was willing to learn and I'm still willing to learn. I'm always giving you names of pastors that I learn from. Isn't it so? I, isn't it so? Yeah, I'm learning from them. I'm not now. I'm Mr. Big Stuff, Chris Ross, Chris Ross. Wie is Chris Ross? Learn from those that are greater than you. Learn from the mistakes of others. Learn from the, 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 the achievements of others. Hey, learning, learning, learning. Do not have an unteachable spirit. It will prevent your progress, which means it will prevent your success. And let me tell you, Pastor Charlie, I realize the more and more. Familiarity stop Jesus from affecting the people. It's one of the biggest issues that we're going to have to deal with. When you become too big in this church and you think then, ah, oh, we heard Pastor Chris already. Now he can't teach us. That's why we constantly teach on anointing, fighting familiarity, because we know those are the areas that will block your progress more than anything else. Once you think, I got my ISSU, my XSU, such people can't learn much. Are you with me? And that's when Pastor Charlie was saying, such people leave the church because of a spirit of familiarity. Die ook kan even mee, die ook een speciale level. The spirit of Miriam, the spirit of Korah, the spirit of Aaron. Does God speak to you alone? What about us? That was what they said, not what you say, what they said. It was what killed them, and secondly, what prevented Jesus from bringing the success of God to that group of people in Nazareth because of this thing. They were unteachable. And your unteachability is directly connected to how do you see me? Who sins even me? You see, do you admire me? We actually have to teach you to admire the ministers. Not that the ministers want admiration. For your benefit. That when we're speaking, you're receiving. I don't think you understand, but I'll say it in any case. When we're teaching. But true admiration, Pastor Scoop, it comes by the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? True admiration. Nobody will understand these things unless you are spiritual. I always hear when Bishop Dag said, the day he was traveling in Kenya, they brought him the news, Kenneth Hagen died. He broke down in the car and started crying. He only met him once and he only shook his head. never said a word to him. People who don't understand spiritual connections cannot understand the deep uh, admiration that God can build in you for a man of God and for a servant of God. So uh, although you never met him, there's something that starts to hurt in you. And a few men of God who died in the past had also made me cry. Sometimes I can't even show my family the type of things I'm involved with because it's spiritually deep. Why are you so connected to people you haven't even seen or met? Because I'm teachable in that sense and I receive spiritual receptivity. I don't look at the mistakes of men of God. Although I know they have mistakes. That mistakes is there to teach me that I too, Chris Ross, tomorrow you can fall just like the men of God. You better walk lightly 
and continue to have a teachable spirit. Say after me, teachable spirit. My people are destroyed because of a lack of knowledge. Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. Hosea 4 verse 6. I come from churches, man. This is not the first church I'm in. I come from churches. I know people who sit with this mind. You can't, we, you can't teach us anything new. You see? So if there's, if there's no new knowledge, there's no growth. If there's no new knowledge, there's no new growth. Are you listening? When, when Pastor Clint introduced us to Mike Murdoch, a lot of the dimensions he was teaching was new to us, new knowledge to us. And a lot of the stuff I share with you today is some of the stuff that I went to go and glean from him. And I realized he's a servant of God. Misunderstood, like, like Jesus Christ. Savior of God. The Savior was misunderstood. The Savior of sinners. So, men of God are misunderstood. Hallelujah. But I learned something. What are you learning? If you have an unteachable spirit, it is one of the first and most important blockages for your success in life. Always be teachable. Because growing means change. We are changing. Hallelujah. There will be new faces. There will be new people, new dimensions, new leaders being, uh, being brought up here. Receive the change. It's coming. Hallelujah. Proverbs 1 verse 5. A wise man will hear and then he will increase in learning. Proverbs 2 verse 3. If you cry after knowledge, if you seek her as silver, search for as hidden treasures, you, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. May you receive knowledge and may you not have an unteachable spirit because knowledge is exploding all around us. Hallelujah. In you are many great seeds, but you are responsible for growing that seeds. You are what you have decided to be. You are exactly what you have decided to be. Amen. So if you are unhappy with where you are now, then... You must reach for new information. Hallelujah. New teaching, new truths that will elevate you and build your relationship with God. And I'm an example of it. I come from a school of good church. But I was willing to receive new truths where most of them said, no, no, no. This is how we received it. And there's, there's proof of the growth and the progress, which means proof of godly success. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wisdom is justified by her children. In other words, by the fruit of your loins. Can you show that you are a wise man? Praise God. So, people, keep learning. Keep reading. Learning comes through reading. Reading the Bible. Reading other books. Learning things. Today there are many open doors for learning. If you want to learn about something, you can just go to. I've learned so much about building. Not, I didn't go to school, but I, I go on YouTube and there's lecturers who teach you on how to put foundations, how to put in the steel in foundations. I'm just using that as an example. I know a little bit about lapping. You don't know lapping? Lapping is how to join steels, the distances between joining of steels. Where did I learn all these things? I'm open to learn. Teach me. 
and i will learn may you progress may you may you experience the journey of god may you move forward move forward move forward i don't want to see you like this again in 5 years something must be different about you do you understand not even 5 years in a year's time if you come back next year and there's nothing done on this property means there's no progress isn't it but we going to progress what about you what will you be doing for god next year where where, where will you where, where, what do you what do you see for your ministry for your vision for your life god's definition of success attaining god's goals on god's schedule stand to your feet you have a very good understanding should have now if anybody ask you why do you want to be successful and what do you understand success is hallelujah a person who's willing to learn will spend money on books and 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 audio tapes to listen to preaching if you can spend the 30 rand on a big mac then i'm sure you can buy a book for 30 rand it shows you are willing to learn that first key we can expound on and i will probably do it next week the unteachable spirit the unteachable spirit the pastor says to you listen to my podcast so few of you do it <laughs> you're not teachable they sit in they lag ma they niemand they niemand kan jou niks sê nie nou vonnoos hoekom progress hier aan nie hoekom bly jy read books read books ja ja pastor maar ons sien nou net jy verbitterie wat sê doen nie die goed dit is nie teachable man dit is nie teachable dit doen nie die goed wat ons hier sê nie so your thinking is not right your progress will be slowed down because you are not a wise man will hear you will hear a wise woman will hear and increase in learning increase in learning father we thank you for this day thank you for the anointing for teaching you promised Joshua that if he will meditate on the word he will be successful and today we have I've tried my best to explain what is success in God's definition obtaining the goals of God for our lives not our own goals not necessarily possessions or prestige or position but God's goals for our lives. We give you praise, we give you thanks for everyone that's willing to be here and is willing to learn. Lord, help us to fight the spirit that comes from the enemy that we should not be teachable. Help us to be teachable in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.